Today, we're going over step-by-step on how you can quickly and easily automate your money. Welcome to Couple Money, a podcast focused on helping spouses get on the same page, dump their debt faster, and get on the path to financial freedom together. I'm your host, Elle Martinez. This podcast is brought to you by Coastal Credit Union. Coastal's mission is to help you live a better life by offering you a better way to bank. Learn how by visiting bankbetter.org. How do you feel about managing money? Is it something you enjoy doing? Or do you see paying the bills, paying down debt, saving for your future? It's just, it's a bit much and kind of stressful. When we were first married, it was honestly a little overwhelming. We had bills to pay, a car loan, and eventually student loans that were going to come due. The idea of getting a financial system set up seemed complicated. The good news is it wasn't. With a little organization, so we had our account info in front of us, it was all done in the evening. And it's made a huge difference for us. We paid off over $30,000 of debt. We buy our cars with cash now. We started investing for retirement and were able to give more. And through the years, we've honestly had to take a step back to take care of loved ones, deal with family things. And with two little ones as our priority, we sometimes have to put money conversations on the back burner. The automated system, though, allows us to still take care of the essentials and not miss a beat. But I know the idea of setting up a system just sounds like a ton of work. The truth is, typically, it isn't as hard as you imagine, and the benefits are so much more than just the money. To make this easier, today we're going to go over just a little bit of a peek into our system so you have a real-life example, setting up your own financial system, and then tools and apps that make it easier to set up and track your money. Let's get started. What I love about having an automated system is how easily you can tailor it to your current goals. Once it's set up, if you have achieved something, maybe you've paid off your debt and now you're focused on saving or you're saving and you're trying to invest, it is easy to redirect or reallocate your money. You don't have to redo the whole system. It's just that one piece. And our finances in the last about 13 years have changed considerably. When we were first married, our goals was to pay off the debts and to focus on saving for emergencies. But then it became saving up for a house. And then it was we started a family, starting a business. All these different goals meant, of course, that the money had to be switched around and reallocated. But because most of it was automated, it was merely turning off a transfer to an account and opening up a transfer to another account. And for us, our financial system is fairly straightforward. We have the joint accounts for the majority of our finances. We take care of the bills. We take care of vacations, savings goals, giving. Everything comes out of the joint accounts. And then we have small individual accounts for our personal spending, things that we personally enjoy. It's kind of a judgment-free zone, but everything stays within the budget and there are no secret accounts. And as things progress, we have reduced the debt payments. The only debt payment right now we're focused on is paying off our mortgage sooner. But we are throwing more into savings now and more into investing. And it was a matter of just sitting down and changing the percentages that the money goes to. Nothing complicated because we already had the system set up. I hope our 
experience helps you feel a little more comfortable with setting up your own financial system and get it up and running. My first suggestion with getting started is to keep it as simple as possible. If you two are just beginning with merging your finances and you're trying to keep spending in check, for example, then focus in on getting the essentials covered. Once you're comfortable with that, you can always build out, include savings and investing, whatever else you need. But your financial system should reflect your goals and your circumstances. So let's start with the essentials. First one is bill pay. It's one of those underrated features that banks and credit unions offer. Yes, it's not as exciting as seeing higher interest rates on your savings or getting a low rate on your mortgage, but it's a crucial piece to your financial system. Now, as you're setting up your bill pay and you're entering all your major expenses, you may notice opportunities to start optimizing them. One area I notice a lot of couples have seen that they could save more is subscriptions. Do you really need all of them? Maybe you signed up a while back and at first you enjoyed it, but now you either just don't have time to use it or you're not really getting as much out of it as you used to. You can either manually cancel them, or if you're pressed for time, there are options out there like Trim or Bill Shark that can save you money. With Trim, I know they can cancel subscriptions, they can negotiate on bills like cable, and also find deals with things like insurance. So if you can get that taken care of, you're in a good spot. And then when you do your money dates, you're simply just checking in to make sure everything's going all right. And if you have several counts between you, you might use a tool to just track everything in one spot. And there's so many different apps out there, many of them free, some low cost that can do the job for you. A few of my favorites include personal capital. If you have a ton of accounts, including investments, this is a great way to have a snapshot. You can use Tiller, which is customizable spreadsheets which I absolutely love if you have a unique circumstance, maybe one of you is a freelancer or an entrepreneur. There's Zeta that is for couples specifically designed by couples. And then finally Mint, which if you're starting out and you're just trying to manage your budget, this is a really great visual way to see your money. Now let's look at debt payments. A lot of couples are dealing with this and most of you are looking to get out from under that. So whether you go with a debt snowball or an avalanche method, automating your debt payments is a smart move. When you're dealing with paying off a good amount of debt, it's normal to get frustrated and discouraged when you're not making the progress that you had hoped for. Now, if you don't automate your finances, there's a good chance you might slow down or even quit. You don't want to do that. Getting your payments started is as simple as getting the minimums down into your bill pay and then whatever one bill you're tackling for your debts, getting that extra payment in and getting it scheduled. And I just want to note, make sure it's early enough so you avoid getting hit with late fees. That is a huge frustration and late fees are climbing up. So you don't want to waste any of your money while you're paying down debt. Then another great goal is saving. Life happens. So something that we appreciated is having an emergency fund. Tucking away a stash can be simple if you pay yourself first. Start small, automate your money to go into your joint savings account, you'll hardly notice the slightly smaller paychecks. If you need help with gamifying your savings to kind of keep it exciting, you can create rules or even have monthly challenges. For example, I know some couples like to round up the total to the next dollar and then transferring money over to their savings. You could do every time you go out to Starbucks or whatever coffee shop you like, you transfer a dollar 
or just sweeping away any extra money you have at the end of the week. The fun thing here is that you're mixing it up and you're finding inexpensive ways to have fun and then pocketing the savings. But if you need more help, there are some tools that you can use. There's Capital and Digit that make it easy to start automatically transferring money for whatever specific goal you're saving for. Automating your investing can even be easier since options like your 401k means that the money is coming out of your paycheck pre-tax. Your employer's HR department handles this setup once they get the paperwork from you. And if you put in enough to get a match, it's like a double win for a smart money move. When my husband first started his job, those contributions honestly were small, but since they were automatically coming out, they were consistent. Now over 10 years later, his nest egg has grown considerably. And since he's tied his contributions to a percentage of his income, every raise, no matter how small, how big, means he's putting in more into his 401k. And since it's taken out before he sees his paycheck deposit, it's not missed. If your company doesn't offer a 401k, but you still want to start investing, you can open an IRA. Or there's also options like Acorns, where you can take your spare change and have it transferred into a basic taxable investment account with exchange-traded funds. So as you can see, you can automate as much or as little of your finances as you want. But please remember, you don't have to do all of this in one day. You can set it up step by step based on your schedule. Make it a Thursday night thing where you reward yourself with a movie or your favorite show on Netflix. The great thing is once it's done, it's set up for you. And all it is is 15 minutes every week, just making sure everything is going fine. Before we wrap up this episode, I want to talk about some key takeaways about where and how to automate your money. And I'm so glad that Joe can join me again from Coastal Credit Union, our sponsor. Thank you, Joe, for coming on. Love to chat about oh. this with you. Thanks for having me back, Al. It's always good to be here. Yeah, you know, automating your money, I think, is becoming more and more important because a lot of couples and families, they're just busy between, you know, work, kids, any projects you have on. It's very easy to forget to pay the bills or, you know, you're like, I'm going to take care of that later. So I know for us personally, about 80, 85% of our bills are automated and then we might go in and tweak it, but it's pretty much set it and forget it. How about you, Joe? How do you automate your finances? I think I'm right around that same boat too, about maybe 85 or 90% of my, of my bills and just general finances are fairly automated. Um, it's funny that we're talking on, you know, what is payday for me today because all those processes just mm -hmm. happened for me. Um, so when my paycheck arrives in my checking account, mm -hmm. I have it scheduled to pull out, you know, half of what I need for my monthly bills and put that into an account that I use specifically to pay my bills. Um, so that that money gets set aside right away. Um, I've got an automatic transfer set up to go to a money market account that's for mm -hmm. my you know, more my short-term savings, you know, things that might be a goal that's down the down the road a little bit, but not necessarily long-term investing. And that money gets moved right away as well. Mm -hmm. um, and then as far as you know, my bills are concerned, I use Coastal's bill pay service. Uh, yeah. But one thing I like within bill pay is that we have the option to get e-bills. So even beyond receiving the bill through your email or in your mailbox at home, I've got most of my bills set up to show up inside of my bill pay. Um, a lot of different billers will provide that service 
and they'll just transmit that bill to you electronically. Um, and then, so I have it set up. So when that bill is due, it gets automatically paid out of that checking account. Um, and I'm able to do that for most of my bills. Um, there are a few that I've gone and set up automatic drafts with the biller um, just because there's maybe I've run into some uh, reliability issues with them sending the bill electronically. Mm. So I've converted those to uh, like my cable bill comes in as an auto draft. They actually pull the money out of my account. Um, my insurance is an auto draft as well where they go and they swipe the money rather than me send it to them. Um, but even those happen on the day that it's due. Uh, I have an idea of you know what's going to come out because they've sent me a, an electronic bill. Uh-huh. Uh, I know what to expect. And then that just gets pulled out and processed. So I think I only have two bills each month that I actually go in and still pay them electronically mm-hmm. where I actually go in, pick the date that I want to pay it, pick the amount I want it to be um, and schedule it that way. And simply because they don't offer the, the automated service that I, that I would prefer to use. Um, and I find that's easier. Um, you know, you touched on, you worry about losing the bill or forgetting that you yeah. have to pay it. And that's the big, the biggest concern for me is I just, I don't want to forget to pay a bill. Um, so the peace of mind of knowing that I've already set aside the money, I've done automatic transfers every time I get mm-hmm. paid. So the money's in that account. I always like to keep enough for my bills plus a mortgage payment. So there's, there's some cushion in that account. Ah, so you have um, a buffer. So I have a buffer and the buffer is the amount of a mortgage payment. Um, but so I keep that in that account. So I know the money's there to pay the bills. I'm not worried about, you know, overdrafting that account. I'm not worried about forgetting to pay it or paying it late or paying the wrong amount. I just try to, you know, automate as much as possible. And, you know, I monitor it though. So now it becomes a matter of, you know, you're still putting in the time, but you got a little bit more flexibility because, because you don't have a deadline and you're not going to get dinged if you don't go and monitor it as much as if you forget to pay it. Um, so I like to go in, you know, every two weeks and mm-hmm. you know, I, I keep a budget. I know where my, you know, what my bills are for the month. Um, again, we talked about spreadsheets. I've got a spreadsheet. So I actually keep a rolling 15 month spreadsheet. So I, I can, fairly accurately predict how much I need to set aside for my bills each month. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I can see if any, any of them's out of the ordinary. You know, if this one particular bill is a little high, then I can actually go in, you know, either go to the, the biller's website or go to the whatever copy that I have um, and look at the details of it and see maybe why that bill is a little off. You know, oh, is the cable bill high because oh, I forgot I did a pay-per-view movie or something and forgot to, you know, just make a mental note of it. Or, you know, it was hot this month and the electricity usage was a little high. Or mm-hmm. um, I use a little extra water in the, in the yard and, you know, kind of see those anomalies. Um, and also you can kind of see which way your bills are trending too. So yeah. you can say, oh, well, you know, this one's starting to creep up. Did the rate go up? Am I using more? Um, is, you know, where can I make adjustments in my life to keep those bills under control? Yeah. And I think you brought up a a few good points. One of them is you don't want to miss it. Like sometimes I know for us, we'll have a busy week and maybe usually I like to sit down on Wednesdays and review it. But that week, something might be up. It might be a PTA meeting or it might be, you know, a video conference or chat. And so if it's a day later and I haven't automated the bills, then maybe I miss a due date and then you got a fee. But when it's automated, it's so much easier because you can quickly scan 
um, and then review it. Or if you have to, um, you know, adjust an amount, if you know it's pretty much set, it's a small tweak, it's easier to, to stay on schedule. And also if you're paying your credit cards, you don't want to be a day late. So, I mean, these are great takeaways, Joe. Um, if anyone wants to find out more, maybe, you know, they're in the Triangle area, they want to explore better banking options, how can they check out what Coastal has to offer? Well, we do have a website set up at uh, bankbetter.org that gives people kind of a, you know, an introduction and an overview to who Coastal is and what we have to offer, both from a products and services standpoint and just what we stand for as a company and what our purpose is in the community and you know, how we do exist to help people truly bank better to live better. You know, that's our mission. That's reason we show up to work every day. It's we want to help people lead better lives and the way we're capable of doing that is to provide them with better banking services. Special thanks to Joe for being a part of the show and for sharing his system. As always, I'll have links in the show notes to the resources we mentioned during our episode, as well as bonuses like our free money toolkit. Just head over to couplemoney.com. And if you're looking for some big wins, stay tuned for next episode. We're going over how to win with your house hunt. Real estate expert Louis Yamo is here to show us how to find hidden gems, both with neighborhoods and houses, and also he has tips on snagging a fixer-upper and not a money pet. So if you haven't already, make sure you're subscribed. You don't want to miss that episode. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, you name it. And if you want to share this episode with your friends, I would be so grateful. Let's make money a way for couples to connect instead of being a source of stress. Our theme song was written and performed by Gentle Regime. Additional music by Lee Rosevere. Finally, and most importantly, thank you so much for your support. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care.